yeah, the 49ers are that team. Did you ever really doubt it? Let's get into it, y'all. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Tag, back in action. Had to jump on here. Quick update. Want to take a quick look at the recap of the 49ers dub over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And remember, we got a short turnaround heading to Seattle for the Thanksgiving Bowl. Let's take a look. 49ers versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great win. A win that the 49ers were expected to win, and they did take it home. A couple things that stuck out to me that I think worthwhile are mentioning on the show. Let's talk good and then we'll talk bad. The good was defense got more takeaways. They were swarming. I mean, my God, Fred Warner was all over the fucking field today. He is so fun to watch and you could tell he was in, in the zone. Defensive line, Nick Bosa and Chase Young, a.k.a. the Buckeye boys just putting pressure the entire game on Mr. Baker Mayfield. When we look at some of the actual plays, I think it was safe to say the 49ers were in control of that game the entire game. It was getting a little worrisome in the third quarter or maybe the fourth quarter when the Buccaneers started driving. But then, of course, the defense steps up, makes some plays, and we go on to take a rolling victory against the Bucks. One thing that stood out to me is, number one, Purdy looked sharp as shit. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I definitely saw it. Purdy literally looked like the game was almost in slow motion for him. It was as if everything just looked so slow to him. Anytime he got pressure, he would move around the pocket, whether it be up in the pocket or break the pocket. The entire time, his eyes would be downfield, never once looking at the rush or where the defenders are, his entire time, his eyes downfield, looking where his boys are, hitting strikes to Kittle, to B.A., to Debo. Super impressed with Purdy. Purdy had a perfect QBR, so I'm kind of whatever about it. I mean, I think it is a good potential grade of a quarterback, but he had a perfect QBR. The first time a 49ers quarterback has done that since 1989. So that is fucking dope, and I think he couldn't have done or made any more plays three touchdowns, over 300 yards passing, and it just looked unbelievable. He went 21 of 25 and 333 yards in the air. Three tugs, no big deal. Brock Purdy is the fucking man. That's why he gets the nickname BCB, a.k.a. Big Cock Brock. The second thing, Brandon Ayuk. My God, Brandon Ayuk looks sweet. He was fucking flying around. His route running is impeccable. When he, the way he presses the outside shoulder of the corner to then immediately cut in for the in route is just, it's poetry in motion. It's unbelievable to watch. And when you take a look at what Brandon Ayuk did in the game, five receptions on six targets, 156 yards. Yeah. His average catch per reception was 31 yards. That's fucking absurd. And then, of course, we would be remiss without saying the 76-yard bomb that Purdy threw to B.A. And I believe it is the longest passing touchdown in the NFL so far this year. It was unbelievable, and it makes it that much better 
when it was outside the numbers, it wasn't an in route or in somewhere in the middle of the field. It was outside the numbers, meaning it's just another good look for the defenses that watch us on tape that are going to be our upcoming opponents to know that we have that capability. Everything is not just always inside the hashes, inside the numbers. So I think that was absolutely huge. And Purdy, it was a fucking dot. I mean, literally, you couldn't have coached it, teached it, drawn it up any better uh, than how he executed it. And the fact, again, that it was outside the numbers, I think makes it that much more sweet. And you know B.A. is loving it. And he was due for a big game. That was the weakness of the Buccaneers, was the Buccaneers passing defense is what was suspect. The fact that we executed, and you could tell almost immediately on our first series of the game, we didn't really, I don't think we did one handoff. So Kyle knew it. Everybody knew it. Their passing defense sucks. And we were able to execute and get it done with Purdy. Three tugs, Brandon Ike having a big day. And then, of course, the boy, George Kittle, who absolutely just fucking makes plays. The fact that he is such a threat in the run when he comes back to block, it just, every play, he was so fucking wide open when he caught a pass. And it's because he is so good blocking for the run when we need to hold him back. So he's basically like an offensive lineman. I love that we got Elijah Mitchell a little bit into the mix, at least early, even though he only had four rushes uh, for 24 yards. McCaffrey, 21 rushes, 78 yards, averaging 3.7 a carry. But the two standouts, of course, George Kittle, eight receptions, 89 yards. Brandon Ayuk, five receptions, 156 yards, and a tug for both. And then, of course, Christian McCaffrey gets a tug this game versus being able to get it last game and break that big time record. But overall, dominant game. And Purdy seemed in control the entire time. Now for the cons, or at least things that I saw that I wanted to highlight that that stuck out. So too many penalties. Again, we've had an issue with penalties and it's typically the same suspects. And, and those refs, I love the shit on the refs, but that was not the case. Those white hats, that group, they called a, a good game. They were letting the boys play and we had too many penalties. So I think penalties is going to be something of an emphasis again that we need to address. The second thing I noticed as a cause for concern was in the second half, getting off the field on third down. When Baker started getting into the anticipation rhythm where he was just hitting all these out routes, out routes, out routes, it was too easy for them. And we did not get them off the field. We needed to, we couldn't do it. So something I will be keeping my eye on to see how Steve Wilkes continues to make those adjustments, especially when the offense starts getting into a groove. We got to mix things up and, you know, we got to do better in that regard as well. Now, the bad part of the news that we saw. Hufanga went out on the field. It didn't even look that crazy. When he got juked, I saw that it, he looked a little, he looked a little weird the way his leg gave out. And it is actually told that it could potentially be a serious injury, potentially an ACL, which would not be good because Huff is a guy that sets the tone in terms of getting his nose in there, zero concern for his body and just loves to go in and lay hits. He gets a lot of tip picks and Huff would be a tremendous loss moving forward. The only bright spot to that, that next man up mentality Jair Brown, and if you watch previous videos of mine and how excited I was of him coming out of Penn State, and we heard earlier this week that Will was potentially hinting at him getting more, more playing time. He, like, he liked what he saw in the previous game as it relates to his reps on the field. 
Well, of course, we don't want him getting more reps due to an injury, but this is football. That's what happens. And he went out there, immediately got roasted on a play with Evans, I think it was, who scored a touchdown on him. And that's kind of to be expected. He's coming in the game cold, gets beat deep on a double move, I believe it was. So that type of shit happens. But what did he do? Short memory, he came back and fucking made plays all over the field. He had that nice pass breakup against Evans in that corner of the end zone, which if Baker had a little bit more time, I think it would have been would have been a touchdown, but that's not how things are played. We got enough pressure on it, on Baker, that he had to throw the ball before he wanted to, and Jair Brown made an unbelievable play, breaking that touchdown up. So that was that was fun to see. And then, of course, the second one, similar to what Huff does, those tip balls, he made that unbelievable interception in the red zone, and you want to talk about something that gets a defense motivated, gets a young player just fucking confidence built to the moon it's plays like that he almost looked like he got hurt a little bit which i was kind of concerned because i didn't really see anything that was extremely noticeable at what may have caused it but sounds like he's all right he got back up so now we're going to need him to step up big moving forward with huff's injury topic two a look ahead this is a short week we go to the seattle seacocks to play on thanksgiving day of course a divisional game which will be a big matchup. Again, always playing in Seattle. There's nothing better from a fan perspective when the Niners walk out of playing in Seattle with the dub just to shit on the Seahawks fans. And a couple things that could potentially have some impact on this game. Geno Smith got banged up in the Rams game. And thank you, Rams, for fucking winning that game. That was sick. Myers, the Seattle kicker, had a chance to win that game with a couple seconds left remaining. Couldn't handle it. He went limp dick. Sliced the ball. No good. Rams get a huge win against the Seattle Seahawks, which, of course, those those two teams being in our division and the Rams essentially not really much to worry about in terms of their record, that was absolutely massive. So the Niners are fucking back on top in first place, in sole first place in the NFC West, right where we should be, right where we always should have been. We let it slip by retracting a little bit. We've corrected that, and now we are in the sole number one position in the NFC West. And a part of that game, Geno Smith got hurt. He was banged up. He went out. I believe it was his his right shoulder, so it was his throwing arm. He was out for at least a couple series in the fourth quarter, which allowed Drew Locke to come in and do what Drew Locke does, at least whenever I've seen him play. He threw a pick, really didn't give... Seattle that much opportunity to do good things and that allowed the Rams to get in position to win that game that was a battle of a game the one thing I did notice about Seattle before really diving into them is their their defense flies around they fucking hit people it was a very physical game as a divisional opponent should be but they were fucking flying around making plays but at the end couldn't get it done and it was so great to see and now it's gonna make that game even that much more of an emphasis, even though I don't know how it could be because always playing against specifically the Seattle Seahawks always seems to live up to the hype and we need to go in there and beat that ass, which I think we will do. So keep your eye out on the news coming out about Geno Smith. He came back into the game on the last drive to get them down in field goal distance, even though it was like a 55-yard field goal. He did come back in, so almost positive, 99.9% positive that 
he will play, but will he be able to play the entire game? With this 49ers defense coming in, them boys fucking ready to lay some hat. Better watch out, Gino. Better watch out. Because you could tell he was in some legit pain and sucked it up to go back in. And he was still able to throw the ball. He put some nice, uh, some nice velocity on the ball. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. But the dogs are coming. All right, y'all. Just want to give you guys a quick update. My thoughts. We will dive into it more looking as the week approaches going into Seattle on Thanksgiving Day. I can't wait for that game. And I love that it's on Thanksgiving, even though it's a short week for us. Really puts us at a disadvantage that we have to fly to Seattle and go play in Seattle. But Thanksgiving, want to talk about better way of spending your day on Thanksgiving with family, friends, loved ones, whoever you guys you do Thanksgiving with. Eating some good food and then watching the Niners play the Seahawks. Woohoo! That's sweet. Like, subscribe, hit me up. Until next time, y'all. Peace. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Ooh. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus.